Welcome to the Simwits Podcast. My name is Paul Hill. I am joined today by my co-host, Ryan Fisher. What's up, everybody? And today, we are going to have a discussion about I-rating. So this is going to be a little different, uh, a little less structured from here on out. This is going to be more mo- more me and Ryan going back and forth about things. Um, and today, I kind of wanted to talk about I-rating, what, you know, what entails I-rating, what I-rating is good for, and like, does it even really matter? And so... I guess we'll start with that and kind of see where that takes us. So Ryan, you being the longest on the platform and kind of run the ups and downs of I rating, do you think it actually matters? If you would have asked me that question before I took like my long hiatus and made my comeback, I, I don't know what I would have said, but like now that we've been taking this seriously and, we have kind of seen and been a part of like top split shenanigans. Definitely. It's not an end all be all number, but it's a pretty good representation of talent. I would agree with that. I think too, another thing is I rating could be a quick summary of kind of what you said. How serious do you take this? Do you actually want to be good? Do you actually want to grow as a driver or are you just here to have a good time? And, you know, there are the people like us, it's kind of hard to have a good time unless we're doing something and taking it serious. And some people just aren't wired that way and they don't really care. So I do think it's nice that I rating is even a thing. That way it separates us, you know, from the people that are the sweats, as people would say. And then like your normal everyday nine to five guy that just wants to go out and run some laps and treat it like a game you know yeah i think i think that's where i racing does better in skill-based matchmaking than any other like major shooter game or whatever it may be i think this is the best way to separate out like the sweats aka us and like someone taking it for fun yeah and i think it's good i i agree and i think if you have a low I rating and you're like, well, I am taking this serious. I don't want you to think we're taking a jab at you by saying that, that, oh, low I rating means you don't take it serious. But I I think it makes you kind of self-evaluate if you do have a low I rating. You're like, well, I am taking this serious. I am trying to be good at this. I was like, okay, well, then let's start looking at some ways to improve ourselves. And I think I rating is really good for doing that as well. It's like, oh man, I'm like taking this serious, but I'm still stuck at 1800 I rating with all the morons that don't take this serious and aren't trying to learn. Like, what do I need to improve so I can start racing with the better people? Exactly. I I think it does a good job of like helping you assess where you are in life too and where you are in your I rating, I racing journey, if you will. I think it, it kind of, it kind of gives Naturally. a representation of like how truthfully skilled you are. I agree. And I think it can be improved through uh, practice. And so don't, don't take, oh, I'm stuck at this number. Like that's the awesome thing, right? I rating goes all the, all the way up to 10,000 and like anyone over 3000 is really good. Right. But like there's this huge window for you to go for, um, 
So don't be discouraged if you're like, man, I can't get my I rating up or you're like, dude, I'm sitting at 900 I rating, you know, just start really trying to look into how you can improve and, and fix that. But I, I would say overall, I think I rating is like super important and kind of like the cornerstone of the multiplayer experience of I racing. Yeah, it's definitely, like I said earlier, it separates them from everybody else. It's a reason why it's going to ruffle some feathers, but it's a reason why iRacing is the premier sim and nothing else is. So I agree. And I, I think too, it also is like interesting because as you're getting better and your, your, what split you're getting put in for iRating completely changes the experience you have on the game. So oh, it's like, for sure. you know, even like that jump from third to second split and then man that second to first split is massive too oh that second to first split is like going from the last split to the split above that like that's it's like it's just that drastically different it's it's just a whole different animal it is and i think it's so addicting to get into that top split and like really run this crazy competitive races yep um and you learn the, the the people that race in those top splits are very aggressive. And I enjoy that type of driving. Well, my safety may disagree, but... You have that on them big jobs. Literally. Uh, I guess I do want to talk about, too, for those that might be offended by me saying, well, your I-rating dictates how serious you're taking it. What are ways or tools you would say you use to help grow your I rating? Like on the flip side of that. So like someone's trying to grow their I rating. Like I know what I would recommend, right? Is going to be like lots of practice, paying attention to your tire temps. If you're doing oval racing, your tire wear, the smoothness of your steering wheel. And then like on roadside, of course, it's always going to be your braking points. Like that's the key to everything in road racing is your braking points and your turn in points everything else kind of falls into place from that. Yeah. But like, is there anything you really would hit home that helped you improve your I rating? Um, I, I would say you made a very good point saying like everything handling and care, like car characteristic wise. My thing is just make smart decisions. And if someone's faster, let them go. It's not worth fighting just try and make it to the end of the race to f- to first finish first you must first finish so yeah. that's kind of the mentality i take i'm kind of on an upswing right now with oval we raced twice last night finished both races i mean i it feels like it's coming back i'm thinking about what i'm doing i'm not being too aggressive it feels like it's yeah. coming back so main thing is just survive. That's literally what my goal was for both of those races was to survive, survive, gained I rating. Yeah. I, I think a big thing I always think about was something you said to me. I think you were watching me race or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was a road race at, uh, I want to say Daytona, like a fixed GT3 race. And I was just driving so aggressively, trying to like, like I knew I was faster than someone and I was just trying to get around them, get around them. And you're like, Hey, like there's no need for all that. Like you're faster than them. Just run your race. Like don't even fight with that guy. He's going to make his mistake. Just be close enough to, to capitalize on that and everything else will be fine. Just like stay calm, be confident in your ability 
Yep. That, like if you know you're faster than the guy in front of you, don't panic. Don't try to force the agenda. Just ride and apply pressure until they slip up because they're at 10 tenths. You're driving at seven tenths right now and you're keeping up. So they're going to inevitably make a mistake and you're just being cool level headed behind them. And that was like a really big catalyst for my racing to really shift the way that I drove because I was always trying to take, take, take and not really just waiting to capitalize. And I think that has a lot to do with oval. Yeah. Like I think you saw like how important that really is. And like, once you figured that out, once we figured out how to drive around that stuff, like our oval game has definitely improved within the last couple months. Oh, for sure. And I, I think another big thing is like understanding the ebb and flow of tire wear. Yep. So, you know, if you don't use your tires at the beginning, right, you're probably going to be stronger in the middle. But if you try to capitalize too much in that middle, then the end of your run is going to suck. So it's finding that ability to either consistently use your tire in a consistent manner and just hope for consistent speed or picking and choosing when you use your tires to gain positions and hope for a caution or you're like, okay, we're coming up on the end of the race. Let me burn my tires off here and hope I have a big enough gap that they can't close it down and pass me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And that's how like I win a lot of my like mile and a half races if I'm lucky enough to win one is that usually it's the timing of when you choose to use your tires. So, um, and sometimes you're not lucky enough to even get to pick that because there's a caution in the last 10 laps and everyone takes tires and then it's just a free for all. But, um, I think just starting to become aware of those small tactics are a huge part of like growing yourself. And once you start thinking about the mental side of it, your I rating is naturally going to rise above where you are now when you start really calming down, taking a breath and self-assessing kind of like that one episode I did by myself, like really self-assessing what you're doing and drawing yourself back from that. Yep. And I have very like recently figured that out because we were racing a league race at California. Uh, I started on pole and I ran out to like a second lead. And then next thing I know, everybody's catching me and i'm like yo what is the deal i went to like fourth or fifth found the groove that worked and then just boogied my way back through the field and walked off and i was like all right now i know what's happening you just gotta know when to play the tires and how to play the tires that's the main thing and I think that is also as you, you grow in your I rating, you're going to notice that's the biggest difference between splits yep. is not really the times like, right. The times I think like from the fourth to first split in oval, right. Road is completely different, Yeah, but in oval, right. Like those fast, the qualifying times are all within mm-hmm. half attempts to a 10th of each other. What really changes is that average lap time and the, tire wear and the in the mind games that go around that and it's learning how to search the speed depending on how you drive so like me and ryan drive very differently and we have to attack corners very differently because if i drive like ryan or i take ryan's line and i drive the way i drive 
I end up eating up the right front more than Ryan does. So if Ryan drives the way I drive, it's the opposite. Yeah. So when we went to California, I figured out how to drive both driving styles over the long run. And the speed was tremendous. Yep. Tremendous. so, So he was, he ended up meshing both our driving lines because I, I was taking a little bit more shallower entry and kind of rolling into the front of the car. And Ryan was running the high side, but then he was getting loose on exit and burning the the rear off the car. So he found a found that middle ground. Well, once again, this is another reason why having a teammate is great or someone you run with consistently. And then we kind of like converged on, okay, well, this is actually the line that works. And so yeah, we kind of made like a eureka moment, and like mm-hmm. our lap times were all over the place. And then we like hit that sweet spot, and then we were just we were chilling. It was great. It is. It was it like was. the one time something in something in racing in a long time is like clicked. And you're like, oh, okay, I know how to do this. And then you go out there and you just do your thing. Exactly. But I think uh, getting back to iRating as we went off on that tangent about, Sorry about different that. <laughs> ways to drive. Yeah, it's not a bad thing, right? Like I said, this is going to be a little different from now on, guys. We're going to be trying to do a little bit more of like discussion. Yeah bullet points but kind of letting the conversation go where it goes um we'll kind of hit i guess you could say like the second half of our show now yeah we might go back and do series just you know of, of things we want to talk about that are a little bit more structured kind of like our first 10 episodes but we we kind of want to make this more free form um another thing i i kind of want to touch on ryan was like keeping your i rating honest i guess i would say uh would be the best way to put it like I, you see it so much, or at least in road, like the one trick pony, like the guy just runs Daytona. I mean, I racing yeah. just made a series all about it. The Nurburgring, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just a different car, but they put you on the same track. Granted it's the Nurburgring. So good luck getting good there. But some people that is really all, all they, they care rate. about. Yep. And so they just don't care about what the car is. They just care about the track. And I think, you know, the Nürburgring, once again, is kind of the exception to that where you can kind of get away with that with how different that track is. But, yeah, you know, people that are like, oh, well, I'm only good at the Daytona, you know, yeah. road course. And yeah. so all they do is run Daytona. And it's like, well, you're never going to grow your ability. And also your I rating is always going to stay higher than it should be because you're just running one track. And it's like, okay, well, you're really fast here, but you struggle at, let's say, Hockingheim. And it's like, well go run Hockingheim, do some practice at Hockingheim and let your I rating naturally adjust so that you can actually grow correctly and you're not bolstering your number Yeah, and then getting put in splits that you just can't even compete in because you're a top split driver at one track, but you're really a third split driver overall and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, and just kind of learning to grow that because I know I was, not horrible about that but there's like three tracks out like if i see them on the on the on the uh schedule i'm like i don't even care what car it is i just want to go race them yeah but we've gotten better about that we have and it kind of comes from this self-evaluation thing of like okay i want my i rating to truly reflect how good i am and it's impossible to do if you only focus on three tracks well also that and when we get on the tracks that we like, we also tend to know that the type of crowd that it attracts and that the safety is not going to be there. 
So I I don't know. Yeah, it's I, I, the I rating thing. I don't know if any better way to do it besides like track to track I rating. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's still not even a good uh, like thing. I I think what they're doing with the open wheel to GT car is brilliant. I think that is going to be massive where they're going to be separating your safety rating. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to affect your I rating. I don't know if they correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. Uh, but I don't think they're clarifying whether the I rating also gets affected. But the fact that they're making like a license for open wheel road and then GT cars is massive to me. I mean, that's huge because I don't even personally, I don't even care to drive open wheel. Yeah, same. It, it just has never been a thing for me. I'm an aggressive driver. I grew up driving, bumping people, running, wheeling. And for me, open wheel takes away like a whole skill set of racing that I think is important. And that's for a whole nother episode that we will undoubtedly mm, piss mm -hmm. people off about. But Mm -hmm. to me, open wheel just has never been a thing. And we have some very dear friends that are massively into open wheel. And they're fat. They are faster than us. And I'm like, yo, I'm using all of my brain cells and my brain is on fire and you're still three seconds faster than me. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And then you watch him drive and they're doing the same thing as you. And you're like, I just, I don't understand. Shout out to the boy Key. Dude is stupid fast in anything prototype or uh, F1 car. Yeah, it's it's the arrow. It's It's crazy. It's the arrow game. The arrow grip stuff. Like, we come from low arrow grip cars. So, like, even GT3 for me can be a struggle. Oh, my God. Oh. And I even talked about this, right? I was on my last episode by myself. I don't know if Ryan listened to it, but it's like, I'm really strong on road course car. Like, like uh, oval tracks turned into road courses. Incredibly good there. Never struggle. It doesn't matter what the track is. I can go in there and just run it quickly, get to pace. You put me on Spa. You put me on Suzuka. Any high downforce F1 track, Singapore, like any of those kinds of tracks. I'm a fish. I'm just floundering, man, flopping. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to be getting frustrated and trying not to punch things. <laughs> and, it, and it comes down to driving style, right? But, like, to get an honest rating, we still go to those tracks because it's important that we go to those tracks we struggle at and go and learn yep. and adjust our I rating accurately and not just sticking to those tracks that we're comfortable and feel safe at, right? It's nice to have that security, right? You're like, oh, we're going to Daytona this week. I can get my I rating back. But it's like you really got to push yourself if you want that that thing to be honest. Yep. And we also just tend to be, we like the pain of learning a new track and us getting mad at each other and being like, dude, I don't know what we're doing. And that's just, that's part of it. That's what brings us all together in makes this all happen yeah i mean i remember the struggle of doing sebring this year i mean i was off pace at sebring when i first started and then i ended up getting on pace but you know it it took time and it took taking practice going out there for an hour hour and a half and just running laps and just clicking away they were slow laps at first and just slowly clicking away and getting those tents and just figuring it out right 
and it's like the things I learned at Sebring, I started to apply to other tracks. Yep. And it, and you're like clicking to the more tracks. And we were talking about this. You start to bankroll. You're like, oh, this is like turn 10. Exactly. Okay. So I know how I attack turn 10 at Sebring. Maybe I should try to do that here. Oh, well, this has less banking. So maybe I should do something else. But you, you kind of have at least a reference point exactly. for what you should be doing. Yep. So that's another big part of, of running multiple tracks and, and the, the perks of that. Yeah, you definitely get a a big bankroll of, oh, well, this corner feels like this corner and stuff like that. Just it's it it just helps you more seat time at different tracks helps you just all over. It really does. I mean, all tracks are different, but they're all still the same at the end of the day. It's a racetrack. Find the shortest way, smoothest possible around the track. The best average speed across the circle wins. That's the name of the game. Uh, Another thing too, I want to talk about too, because like, Stats don't matter, right? We're, as we talk about how important it is to have your eye rating up there, like, honestly, it still doesn't matter. And by that, we mean, like... I don't even know had, what, like, my stats are. No, me neither. I couldn't tell you how many wins I have or how many top fights. Like, I, don't I just don't pay attention to them. No, and something else to reference, right? And a lot of guys get into this trap of being like, well, I've got 50 wins. And it's like, okay, well, you got 50 wins against 1,500 eye rating drivers. No offense, that's a lot different than the guy that has five wins against 5,000 I-rating drivers. Like, those five wins, it's like winning 50 races in, in the truck series for you oval guys versus a guy that's won 50 races in the premier NASCAR Cup series. Like, it, it's a completely different animal. Not discrediting the 50 in the truck series. Still not easy, okay? But it's not... The level the of win is completely different. Yeah, like I'm happy to get a top five nowadays. If I get a top five, I'm like fist bumping the air because uh, fives. Top, yeah, top split is just like absolutely brutal. And I remember six months ago when I was slowly building my I rating up, like in a 2000 strength of field I rating, I was like ticked off if I wasn't competing for the win every race. Like if I wasn't in the top three the entire race, I was annoyed with myself because I just confirm. thought, <laughs> yeah. And and it's like that's just unrealistic. Yeah, it's like all right, chill out. Would you when you get like that, you need to take a chill pill and reevaluate yourself. Like all right, this is just chill. It's gonna do more harm than good. And they call it being a bottom split bully. So it's like then you get these people that purposely tank their I rating to be in those easy splits because they can just compete for a top five every race instead of. Oh, honestly, you're a you're a four thousand I rating driver, and you're really like a mid pack top split guy. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you might get lucky one day and pull off a win. But like realistically, you're not able to compete for that win every race like you were, say, two splits or a split lower. Yeah. And so then these guys start to tank their I rating or Smurf as they call it, and I just. Don't be that guy. Please don't be that guy. Just like accept your role. It helps the entire community. If like we all are just like honestly assessing our I rating and trying to have an honest number and not trying to be a, you know, trying to play a game with it. And you, you see it really bad, especially when the special events roll around with like the 24 hours of Daytona, the 12 hours of Sebring, uh, the spa race. Isn't that 24? I think that's 24 hours. Yeah. 
And then like petite Lamar, like people, they tank their I rating so that they can get their average for their team super low. And then they just win by like five laps. And it's like, come on, that's not fair. Yeah. It's not, it's, they have no morals. Yeah. I wouldn't even say, I mean, it is, but it isn't like, to they me, have no kinda, sportsmanship. Yes. That would be a good word for it. Sportsmanship. It's like, come on, man. Like, race with the people you're supposed to be racing with. You're clearly better than that. And it's one thing, right? Like, it happened to me in my 12 hours where, like, my buddy was a 1,200i rating. I was, like, 2,800 at the time. But that is a true, accurate depiction. He was literally the slowest guy in our lobby, and I was the fastest guy in the lobby. So our average split time, we only won by 30 seconds after 12 hours, which is really not that much when you consider, like, we have no cautions. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? There's... There's no restacking the field, so I felt like that was fair. But and that's uh, at and at that point in time, that's the great thing about i racing. And those guys were probably like, "Why is this three thousand i rating in here slapping us around?" So like, I've I've we've been on both sides of it. We have been so, for sure. We're not calling each each side out. We're just seeing it, saying how it is. Yeah, just having to talk about it. And, you know, I would love to hear people's opinions on this, too. Um, I do, I guess, want to throw this in here, too. And we'll mention it again at the end of the podcast. But we do have a social handle. I want to start using that for you guys to send us topics that you want us to talk about or topics that, you know. I will put it on the screen. <laughs> yeah, put it on the screen. And then I'm also going to say it. So it's uh, the Simwits on instagram we don't have any other we don't use twitter it's the simwitz podcast yeah we don't use facebook so no. if you want to find us find us on instagram i think we have an email you could email us we're cool with that too um it's the simwitz podcast at gmail.com you can send us an email tell us we suck ask us ask us a question we don't care any feedback is good feedback to us right now yep um so feel free to do that and then another thing I want to talk about too, um, kind of in the guise of I rating, is kind of I think doing both disciplines is huge. Now I know some people aren't ever going. You got to gotta do, do all four halls. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we, I put a, I put out in a couple Facebook pages. I lied. I do use Facebook on a private level, mostly for the groups. Um, on Facebook I put out a forum chat just asking people like hey i saw a massive improvement in my racing when i started doing oval with my road and trying to grow my i rating together and um yeah we got a bunch of boomers yelling at me that i didn't do in dirt and i was like dude that's like cool i would love to do dirt but like i raced on a gt4 wheel that like, is the I, most i racing it's like stereotypical eye racing thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. Goes out there to be like, hey guys, who else is racing two disciplines? Like, do you find it helpful? I've been finding it helpful. And now, to the credit, there was a lot of positive feedback of people being like, yeah, me too. Or maybe I'll try that. But you've always got like that small, like half dozen <laughs> of guys that are just like, and they never have. And once again, I know we're not supposed to judge people on their eye rating. Like their I rating will be like eighteen hundred in all four, and I'm like, okay, but like your four I ratings don't even match my two I ratings. 
please stop. Like, please stop. <laughs> Literally, though. <laughs> like, I get, I get their point, though, right? It is a valid point. Like, oh, well, if you did dirt, you would learn even more. And it's like, it's like dirt's true. not even like, uh, dirt isn't like even simulated in this game correctly. So, like, why am I going to waste my time on it? We were Sorry. talking about that too. No, and they they're trying to fix that. And maybe when they get this big update out, it'll feel better. And maybe I will. But and I think it's fun, right? But like, it's fun to cross. mess around on. I'm not racing. Yeah, Rallycross doesn't feel right in this game. Let's just be real, guys. Anyway, um, a lot of guys were saying how they do do both, and they have seen improvements. So I think that's a huge part too. Like, if you want to grow your high rating. Go dabble in other disciplines. It is massively helpful. So if you're primarily a road guy, throw down some ovals. I'll tell you what that helped me with. It's my spatial awareness. And like, I'm no longer even getting nervous if someone's on my quarter panel. I'm like, whatever. Because when you get spun out at 180 miles an hour and catch it, when it happens to you at 100, is like not a big deal. In a GT4 car that has traction control, like... They try to spin you out and you're just like, okay, dude, that was rude and keep going. Right. Yeah. So really taking that. And then for like oval guys going to road, it's like, oh, well they really, you, you start to learn like finesse braking styles and, and turning points that are not just kind of like the car doesn't do the turning for you like it does in oval. So you really have to like learn to saw the wheel and manipulate the car and kind of get the car on all four tires so there's a lot to be learned for both sides if you can just kind of get out of your own headspace and go do both and be honest and be like, okay, well, like I want to suck at oval, right? Because I'm a road guy or I'm going to suck at road because I'm an oval guy. But like, just go do it. Being, being the worst. The, how do I say this correctly? The crappiness at and like the sucking at the beginning, that's. I, like truly to me like that's the most fun you're like all right it can't get any worse than this it can only go up so let's yeah. see where it'll take us and yeah. it ends up paying off you learn like a lot of new driving styles whether you go from road to oval or over to road I, I it's a great tool to help you like learn as a driver and it's a good pace mix up right if you're only oh, doing yeah. road like bro like, it's a, like remember, it's a whole different type of competitiveness going from oval to road. Like I truly yeah. love them like competitive competitiveness more in oval than I do road. Because road you have an alien that'll get out there and he'll be like 7000 i rating and he'll be a whole half second faster and you're like all right well we're fighting for second place like this is pointless. Once again don't be a smurf. Well no I'm saying like Tops like if you go to a top slit race, you're gonna be racing. It's just different. It's yeah. better. Yeah, I agree. I, I and I've I've said this for a while about road racing. It's like the people that race road. There's not enough of us, and so you'll see like a 2500 i rating driver jammed in there with a 7000 rating driver. It's like, that's not even remotely fair, but they can't help it, right? That's just like, there's 60 people. Sorry, bro, you're in the top 20 of yeah. people at 2,500 rating. What are you supposed to do about it? There's nothing we can do about it besides get more people racing. It, it It's its own struggle, right? And I, I think a lot of that comes down to that they need to really consolidate how many series they have for road. 
mean, think about Oval, right? Like a huge. There are a lot of Oval series right now. Well, like I would say Master. Oval probably has half as many as Road does, like as many oh, series for sure. And so, like, you just get people all over the place. Like, oh, I want to drive the F4 versus the F3 car just for open wheel alone. You've got like eight different open wheel cars. It's like okay, it's ridiculous. But, like, and I know they all drive different, right? Like, I'm not discrediting that, but. Do we really need to drive that many different cars? Like we're here for the competition. At least I am. So maybe yeah, we're I'm here the for the anomaly. competition. Like so maybe I, I'm the anomaly. That's why I've like gone back to basically racing just ovals because the competition was that of like when I raced as a kid, and that's truly what I miss as a driver. I miss fighting for every tooth and nail and every lap and every corner. Like. That's what I grew up doing. That's just what I enjoy doing. And I, I anything road related, I don't really care about at the moment. No, I, I still love road, but I've found myself enjoying things like GT4 really is like the sweet spot for me because it's like just enough of a race car that you're not feel like you're driving the GRs and the Miatas, which are fun in their own right. But like your talent shines just a hair more in that GT4 car where you'll see like a breakaway that truly happens and mm-hmm. like you can't draft your way into that right yeah so like the, the top five or top six are just like a little bit of a cut above everyone else and they can kind of run off together and i really like that about gt4 um because it kind of naturally creates like this drama of like oh these are the guys uh, but they're not so fast that like You've got the issues of like aero blocking, like some of the LMP cars have mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's just a good blend to me. I like GT3 too, but I think, I don't know. I've just kind of been GT3'd out. I know that's what everyone loves to run, but I just kind of get tired of it halfway through the year. I'm like, okay, like I've been doing all these special events in a GT3 car. Like I kind of just want to go out and like bang doors with people and not blow the arrow off my car and make it useless. Exactly. But also not Miata bump draft around the Oval of Daytona. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. The, to me, it's just a good middle ground of a race car for, for my style of driving and enjoyment. Yeah, I like the uh, the Miatas and the GRs, and both of those are D-series, so yeah, <laughs> I can't run that anyway, so it is what it is. If I could well, you- run Miatas and GRs in, like, Ace B-class on road... Sign me up, dude. I'd be in there like swimwear. I agree. I th- I think they should move the advanced series to a B B license. Advanced Mazda series in a B license would be perfect, in my opinion, because then you're not getting super penalized. Um, for those that don't know, and I'm sure most people listening know, if you're an A license, you get more severely hit when you go do D races than versus if you're an A license driving in an A A race, even if they have the same amount of laps. So that's what we're kind of referencing here um, is that when you're an A license racing a D, I had a one off track in a GT4 race and I lost 0.01 safety, which is nothing, right? Like, But, but still, the fact it's I, like, come that on. That I had a one at, yeah, I did a 15 lap race around Indy road course and had a one X for touching the grass and I lost safety. Yeah. I didn't touch anybody and race in the top three of the entire race and I still get a negative I, you know, safety for a one X, not even car contact. Yeah. It, it's a bit, the safety system is a bit whack. Yeah. It's a little dis discouraging of people actually running all these series you put people in. So then you're, 
separating us even more because we will, it's like, oh, uh, we will go into a yeah. safety rating thing all after this because boy do i have some stuff to say same not that i not that uh who owns iRacing is iRacing their own company right they're just called iRacing yeah they don't they don't listen to us anyway but i'm still gonna yell about it i'm still gonna yell and scream and say i did my part right <laughs> <laughs> but but it's um I just think it's important that we talk about I rating and like to the people that say I rating matters, it does. And to the people that say I rating doesn't matter. You're not needed does. on this service. Literally. <laughs> I mean, we, we dealt with this and I'm not going to name drop and I'm not here to hate, but there are some people we dealt with that were very low. I rating like very low sub 1000. Okay naturally and i would say they were trying to take it somewhat serious but we're trying to say they weren't because they were so bad and when we called them out about like hey man get better respectfully like i i didn't take i didn't do it in any way that was disrespectful i was like hey like this is the perfect time for us to learn some racecraft like instead of being mad that this situation happened, <clears throat> how can we step back and grow from it and learn what we did wrong? If you think I did something wrong, let me tell you my point of view. Tell me your point of view. And then we can come to a conclusion of like, and this isn't subjective, but like black and white, who was at fault here? And, you know, they just, oh, well, my I rating is because I do super speedways. And it's like, your 900 I rating is not because you do super speedways. No, nope. it's because you have speed, but you don't make good decisions on the track. Oh, the racecraft the, sucks. They usually they don't have the talent to back up. Like they don't have yeah. the talent to do what they want the car to do. Like it, it's not going to work. And so instead of having like the self awareness, be like, okay, well I can't jam that hole dial it back they jam the hole anyway and, and then kill everybody and you're like really why yeah or then they get mad because you have the talent to do something that they don't and then they're like well why are you putting me in a compromising situation it's like well i never touched you it's like we're not in a compromising situation we're three wide at daytona it's fine like yeah. this or, place was built for three wide or i'm sorry i'm on your right quarter at auto club like that shouldn't wreck you like good no sorry offense. yeah like uh, no offense like that shouldn't wreck you and if it does well now you know where you need to improve because i never touched you it's different if i run into you but like i never touched you but if you do practice <sighs> and you, you practice these things you can figure out how to drive around it and if you have lower grade equipment you can figure out the habits of your lower grade equipment because we've heard that argument well it's yep. because i race on cheap gear yes you can definitely be I rating locked because of your equipment, but 900 I rating is not what's your gear is not locking you into 900 I rating, right? Like I've seen three, 4,000 rating guys on G29. So, okay. Oh my God, that is insane. It is. Those guys are crazy. Uh, those guys Just are driving. my heroes. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. How <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> it, dude. I'm like, I don't know how you can get any sort of feedback to even know what the car is doing. But anyway, so yes, you can definitely be I rating locked due to your equipment, but it's never that low. Like, come on now. 
Um, so that is something I do want to talk or wanted to bring up was like, don't blame other don't get, circumstances yeah. on your I rating. Like, no, like your I rating isn't that low. Like it's one thing if you're like, oh, I was 4,000 and now I'm 3,500 because I've had four or five bad races. Like that's like, it's like, all right, chill fair. out. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, that's fair. But like when they're like, oh, I'm, I was a 1200 I rating driver and now I'm a 980. It's like, I'm scared. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. That's still a slide, but like you're still okay at your peak at 1200 I rating driver. And he probably went down one split in that whole thing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well we know we need to grow if we're only at 1200. Right. And we know like top splits 4,000. Like, okay, there's still definitely things in this bracket that we can do. Oh, and yeah. Find to improve ourselves. Like, we're in top split finding things we can improve. You know what I mean? Like, and it, if you're willing to find those improvements, you will, you'll gain improve. You'll gain eye rating. You're clearly taking it seriously. Yeah. But a lot of people claim to be taking it seriously and then just be acting like a fool. So, yep. When someone says something harsh about your eye rating, don't take it personally and know that comes with the territory. Everything's uh, yeah. measured off. Everything's measured off your I rating. Like I'm a right now, as we sit 3,800 and I got bullied the other day because there was a 7,000 I rating driver in our <laughs> lobby and <laughs> I turned him and he was like, you moron with your low I rating. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, nope. You're 7,000 I rating. I am low. I rating. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, Fair point. You know, like it, that's I, just it's just. I, all right, let's be honest. Racing is full of guys. It's a bunch of testosterone. What do you expect? Don't be soft. Literally, don't be soft, man. It, not a, we're not. And if you're that soft, get off the video game. Bye. Your yeah, twelve dollars isn't needed. Yeah, and like, <laughs> just go do something else, bro. Like, go play Starfield or Call of Duty. I don't know. I know. Like, just go enjoy yourself doing something else. If it, if you're so upset by what someone said to you in iRacing, oh my gosh, probably not the place <laughs> you want to be because, oh boy, <laughs> turn a guy at Darlington and see what happens. You'll have that on them big jobs, you know. And people are like, well, that's why they have the uh, what's it called again? The report tab or whatever it is yeah but i forget the name of it bear with and they're not gonna they're not gonna ban anybody because why would they ban someone who is potentially going to spend at least 12 dollars on a subscription every month why would they why would they put out a customer like that yeah also when they do ban them they're not going to stop them from buying another account nine times out of ten no because it's not hardware locked it's just ip it's not even ip locked it's, yeah, they just banned the account with the yeah. email. So now I have heard of them, like the, the grifters, right? The guys that go out and like purposely wreck people, they find ways to stop them. Oh, yes, but, they do. But like the guy that gets mad and right rear hooks someone under yellow and gets a ban. That man's getting like, a one month suspension and you'll see him next time. <laughs> if that. Yeah. If that. And, you know, so like. I'm not fixing to find out what their bands go up to. I'm good. No, and I also never get that mad. Because, like, if you go to cancel yeah. your account, it's still 
like you cancel your account and your your time pauses like it doesn't yeah. continue going so you don't get around it yeah oh man and i also don't um i just don't get that mad about it right like it's a video game yeah it, like they didn't wreck my fifty thousand dollar race car in real life literally yeah. it's like it doesn't matter like we're all here to have a good time and we're all here to get better and race competitively. But does it really matter that much? No. No. They just think it does, but it doesn't. So don't get so mad when someone says your I rating's low. Either make it better so they can't say <laughs> anything or just get off. Like, it's that easy. It's not that big of a deal. And if you're okay with having a low I rating, just know that's going to come with the territory that they're going to make fun of you. Yep. Just, uh, yeah, get used to it. Has, he, has anyone ever been in an oval practice lobby before a C fixed? It's, it is the Wild West. When the 4,000 I rating guy has to be around the 900 I rating guy. Oh, my God. He wrecks God. him on the hot lap. Ah, it, it is what it is, guys. Get over it. Yep. On both sides, by the way. Yeah. Like, as a 4,000 I-rating driver, you should know the 900 I-rating driver is literally out there with, like, blinders on. He's not paying attention. And to the 900 I-rating guy, you know the guy that's really fast is going, going to be annoyed that you ruined whatever he was up to. It's just the inconvenience of having to hit the reset button sent him. He's a sweat, all right? Yeah, literally. He's, like, he's going to be annoyed. It is what it is on both yep. sides of it. Yep, comes with the territory. Welcome to competition. Yep. Yeah, and that's why we have iRating, right? Separate yep. you guys in a race because, ooh, neither one of you would want to play this if you guys had to race each other consistently. If it was like a Call of Duty lobby, iRacing would not be a thing. No, no. And so that's why it's so important to have iRating. Yep. I think that kind of covers iRating. This is more of like a ramble and rant session. But in light of some recent events that we've had with uh, people... And stuff we won't get. We too mostly me, but that it's yeah, yeah. Well, it's not that I disagreed with you. We just handle things differently. That uh, we just got to to talk about I rating. Like we already wanted to talk about it, but I'm excited for safety to... rating. Yeah, that's gonna get me fun. fired up. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that gets annoyed about I rating because I think that's what keeps the game healthy. I think I rating is what kind of like keeps the bad from mixing with the good yeah for all 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 skill levels and i don't mean that just for the top like you know what i mean it keeps the people that aren't trying to take it serious away from the people trying to take it serious and the serious people away from the people that aren't serious and so no one's yelling at each other mid-race you know everyone at the same skill now there is that limbo stage but like for the most part everyone's pretty where they're gonna be into their circle of however they want to take this game yeah. so to me it's very important that we have it and that we keep it and that we keep it healthy and i would even like you said like to see it even more so kind of cut down like road you know oval road car open wheel open wheel oval like i think really dissecting that down would also help people be able to race people in cars that they're not necessarily comfortable with agreed. at their skill level agreed so I do think there are things that could be improved on iRating, but iRating as a whole, I like it. I think it's important, and I think it matters, and people should stop saying it doesn't matter 
because, because it, it does. does. But you, on the flip side of that, you don't have to take it serious. If I rating didn't matter, the guy would have one v one me. I'm just saying. Yeah. I told the guy to. The guy was like, "You want to run your mouth?" I'm like, "I'll run you if you want to. Where do you want to run?" And he didn't take to that, so that was his fault. Well, yeah. I gave yeah, him the option. Would... I'm like, "Do you want to run? We can run anywhere you want, any track. I'm down. Like, if you beat me, you beat me. Cool. I, whatever." Yeah. Yeah, prove your point because he, you know, if you think the I rating doesn't matter, then prove your point. Yeah, and it's just circumstances. And I'm not saying there isn't the anomaly like that in the world, but yeah, nine times out of ten, that's not how I rating works. It's so hard to get your I rating up. The fact that yours is that low says something. It's actually impressive, it's that low. Like, yeah, you have to be backing out of like mad races. Yeah, basically you get wrecked and you just don't even attempt to finish, which is a great way, Been by there. the way, of salvaging I rating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like if you get wrecked and your car is not like blown up or down on power, finish the race out because nine times out of ten, five people, especially in the lower splits, will back out when they get wrecked and then you just get those spots and you don't lose any. You may not gain any I rating. Lower splits are like the Wild West, so just stick it out. Yeah, stick it out and you'll be amazed by what you'll get out of it. Yeah. But that's a whole nother like cornerstone of racing is like stay it in it until the checker flag flies. You never it's know crazy. what happens. Yeah. That's even in a 15 lap race, much less like a 12 hour race. Exactly, man. It's all the same. It's a race. It is. It they is. got a green flag lap and a checker flag lap. Can't win it on lap one, but you can sure lose it in lap one. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I think that's it. So I'm going to let Ryan lead us out on this. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We were sorry we rambled about I rating, but it is important. And if yours is low and someone makes fun of you, tell them to run that race and see, show them that it's not low for it's low because of circumstances. But, anyways, that's it from us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a good one.